Sky Blue Stories is recorded at the Hills Podcast Studio at the Bella Vista Hotel. Thank you, guys. Yeah, excited. <laughs> Thank you so much, and thanks for saying I'm your favourite player. Thanks for having me on, guys. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for having me. Um, it's an absolute pleasure to be here. No problems, guys. Thank you for having us. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you for having me on here. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thank you for having me on. Hey, guys. How are you going? No problems at all, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. It's a nice introduction. No problem. Thanks so much for having me on, guys. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. A good laugh, a good chat. So I've enjoyed it. Thanks, boys. Hello and welcome back to Sky Blue Stories. Tonight on the podcast, you've got Jonathan Finger, Sean Maloney and James Pearsenton as we dissect uh, the Sydney FC's Asian Champions League campaign so far and what's to come. We also had the release of the A-League and W-League fixtures, which the boys will run their eyes over, which is, uh, well, well overdue, seeing as it's less than a month until kickoff. And we'll also talk um, to Hasem Mori, a Sydney FC fan who's actually attended an Asian Champions League game away from home, which uh, very few of us have had the, the, the pleasure of doing. So that was, that's a good little chat coming up a bit later on. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Jonathan Hello. and James. How you doing, fellas? Hi. Yo. James is very excited. Um, without further ado, there's a couple of uh, points of business we always have at the start, gents. One new-ish point of business is promoting our Patreon. But also thanking the new one since our last pod, Grant Muir, DB9, Daniel Bergerman, Matt Patanzas, and Tom Phelps. Thank you, gents. Uh, outstanding um, that you've st- signed up. I think we're up to I think we're up to seventeen odd folks. Yeah. Mm. I'm horrified. None of our family members have signed up. <laughs> True. They all hate us. True. And where's yeah. that Broska guy? I. Okay. You've got his number, don't you? That's true, actually. <laughs> You've gotten the contact details of a. You've got quite another, the black book. Um, <coughs> another Sydney FC player in the several. last oh. couple of hours, oh. haven't you? Yes, that's exciting. That's a nice Christmas edition that's coming up. Mark yeah. Warren, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Michael Bridges. He'd probably come on. Um, so thank you to all of our patrons. Um, I think uh, again mm. we. This is patron business only, but uh, again, US dollars and everyone's acknowledged that. So thank you very much. And the first payment should come out this week sometime. Uh, so the boys are very excited to um, to be able to pay for our little you know folly that we do every, uh, every second love. week at the moment. Uh, there's also some other news. Our striptease competition, gents. We've oh. had a couple of uh, entries. Mm. Pretty blown away by one of them because ding 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 we have a wiener we have a wiener sean uh you were the uh, judge of uh whether or not this person won i, I like that sean edited actually that opening clip together and yes, it took I him did. a couple of goes to yeah. remember <laughs> the correct order <laughs> 16 names jeez Mate, we're not the giving these things brain away can only remember more than can't remember more than seven things i think it's just poor editing documentation I'm getting old i had my birthday last week haven't even acknowledged happy that. belated Thanks, boring whatever. birthday <sighs> five years off 40 god i feel it uh, <laughs> a few of the grey hairs coming through. Don't look at day over you. 36. Thanks, man. Uh, Do we mention his name? Yes, please. Yes. The winner is. I don't think he's a former. I don't think it's the former NRL player. He played for Parramatta and Cowboys. But uh, Justin Smith. 
Justin. Thank you so much. Where's the cheering well button? Done. No, I won't, won't risk it. Well um, you play Hello Darkness, my old friend. Yeah, yeah. That's great. <laughs> Thank you for that. Put that on. Um, congratulations, <laughs> Justin Smith, getting all 16 names correct and in order. And, and in, in order. order. And first in order, go, too. First, first go. What so a legend. We've had a few other guesses uh, from Can other people. Can we get Justin on? Sure. I want to know how he did it. Well. I interviewed... 14 of them and I don't <laughs> I didn't recognize their voices. So Justin uh Justin for his troubles gets a his choice of strip tea uh from striptease.com. James, Sean or Jonathan, your pick mate. <laughs> and uh, actually, boys, uh, whilst we're on strip tees, we're actually wearing uh, yeah. some lovely shirts yeah. from uh, our, our former sponsor. Check out our right socials now. uh coming up because we have gotten our own uh, order of strip tees in. Jonathan's wearing Magic Milosh. Uh, you've got the Captain Capitan. Capitan, sorry, with uh, which is Brosk with the blue beard on a black. I got the black one. shirt. Is it, is it okay that I just, just keep um, stroking my Milosh shirt? While well, I'm, I'm getting double the benefits because you're stroking yourself and Milosh, so yes. it works for me. Yeah, uh, and I've got the hoodie of Dreams Have Come True it's in really sky blue. Schmick. It's really schmick. Uh but I also got two t-shirts because <laughs> I couldn't pick. So, so, Justin, you get your choice, mate. We'll be in contact with you directly. And Justin is one of our patrons, so that makes us very happy oh, as well. I'm going to put a challenge out. Before you do that, uh, Sean, yeah. before uh, before we move on, we ha- we did have a couple of other entries. So what we're going to do for those people who entered oh. is get back to them after the pod's released. I'm jealous about this. And, um, and let them know how many they got right because they did actually – Get Bloody very close. close. One was super close. A couple yeah. of so uh, yeah. if you are interested in, in winning your very own version of uh, one of these strip tees, make sure you get your entry in super fast because we've got one more to give away. Sean? Yeah. Grant, calling out to you, mate. Rowdy, Slowy, <laughs> Jamie, step up, mate. Oh, Go on. Challenge. Yeah. I want all 16 mm. names on my desk. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's, that's brutal. Call yourself a fan. Yeah. <laughs> That was borderline school teacher, borderline erotic. (laughs) So, thanks. What? uh, So we'll move right along. Uh, Congratulations (laughs) once again, Justin. Well overlooked by Jonathan. (laughs) (laughs) Not HR friendly. (laughs) Apparently, I say the words, the letters HR too often on this podcast. What was what was that about the truck? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, let's not let's not go there. Jonathan's had a tough day at the office. <laughs> <laughs> so moving right along, Sean, why don't you uh, tell us what's what's caught your eye in the last uh, couple of weeks? Boys, A League fixtures have been released Wednesday, thirtieth of December, seven o'clock. We're all looking forward to kicking off with a grand final rematch against the one. Melbourne City, Mongonis Brillante, he's off in Greece. Um, <laughs> Division 2 in Greece. Division it hasn't two. started. Congratulations. Uh, look, uh, a fitting game to kick off the, the season with, albeit on a Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. I guess they figure people will be on school holidays and mm-hmm. the like, mm-hmm. work and leave. Um, Keen. Oh, yeah. Very excited. I was a little bit, last season was very Cogra heavy with a mm. couple of Leichhardt games. This one's kind of gone back to the season before where it's a little bit of a mixed bag. We've mm. got um, home games at ANZ, Cogra, mm. Leichhardt, the Gong. I think there's a yeah, stadium in there. Yeah, that was unexpected. Um, and there's a couple of TBDs, TBCs mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, what's caught your eye with the draw? First derby, 16th of January. Yep. A uh, bit of redemption. Uh, Big Blue down in uh, Melbourne. This mm-hmm. year. Yes. Um, and then 
Perth on my birthday. Oh, I saw that. Uh, I saw that. Actually, twenty uh, fourth. Moving on to, to, to your birthday. My thoughts. Twenty fifth of February. I'm oh. selfish. Twenty <laughs> fourth. Oh, I didn't scroll up. <laughs> John owns in March. Just selfishly, Jonathan, what were you going to say? Selfishly, uh, there's also a game on my birthday, Sunday, the fourteenth of March at Wynn Stadium. So, despite that being a Sunday night, I reckon that's going to be a huge one. B and B the night before, John. Yeah, hey, um, we, yeah, that's um. Airbnb. That's Wollongong. It is. Yeah. It is. We could do that. Damn right we can and will. Ooh. Yeah, no. Look, uh, we are spread around. Everybody listening to the pod, can you just pause for a minute while (laughs) we sort out our social lives for the next 12 months? Could you look up an Airbnb and get rid of that website that you're currently looking at? (laughs) Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you. I'm not getting rid of it. Okay, no, good. Just, just minimize. Just minimize, minimize yep. yeah. Um, uh, so I, <laughs> I'm excited about Sean, what are you looking all at? the other, uh, well, the away games we can go to, um, non-FC home games. So mm-hmm, uh, we mm-hmm, always mm-hmm. cream our pants over the, well, yeah, over the Central Coast game or the away game heading up in with our Hawaiian shirts up at Gosford. Yep. We'd love that. Have to wait till the 18th of uh, April. Yeah. Uh, but look, having MacArthur in, there's another away game. That's uh, a stone's throw away over in Campbelltown. So I'm um, excited for the two games against them. I thought they would have put three against them. I don't know, just to build that yeah. rivalry. And so on that, on that, Sean, so we've got Wanderers three times, mm-hmm. Victory three times, which you'd expect mm-hmm. uh, both of them. We've got the Brisbane Raw uh, three times. We also have Adelaide. And I think that might be it. I think they're the four teams mm. that we play uh, thrice, which is um, which is exciting. But Sean, I mean, you're you're 100 right. Um, the fact that Wellington are based in Wollongong at this stage also yeah. means that we can easily get down there. Yeah. Uh, so a, a few complaints on, online, which which I understand. I, I do understand. I guess we're a bit Danny more nomadic. responded to that, and um, yeah, I you sucked up. Well, I just. <laughs> It's a matter of perspective, yeah. right? It's how you look at it. Um, for me, it would be good to have a few different experiences. They've done the right thing because at the moment, um, I think ANZ Stadium and Bankwest are the only ones that you can have 50% crowds oh. at. Everything else is 25%. So would you rather have it at Cogra with 4,000 people, 5,000 people, which means that not every member would be able to huh? get in? Or do you have it at ANZ where everyone's guaranteed yep. a spot? I mean, you get forty thousand out of the eighty there. Yeah, it just makes sense. Um, so I think, look, I think they've done a great job. The other thing people may or may not have forgotten is um, this is also uh, we're competing with rugby league and AFL at the moment with those grounds. Uh, so yeah, that's probably why you got a few TBCs there with the Western United and the um, one of the other Wanderers games. So there might be a little bit. Do we have it at ANZ? Do we have a Bank West? Cogra maybe? Yeah. So, um, yeah, not finishing to the 29th of May and then you got finals. So, yeah, a little bit of a short-ish season. Maybe that's to kind of move things more into the winter to have yeah. a sooner pre-season for the next season. Well, they've they've just announced today and, and I'm not sure if you guys saw it. It was literally 5 o'clock this well, afternoon. FFA? Yeah, the FFA or Cup FA or Cup. what is currently known as the FFA Cup. Um, so the round of 32 looks like it, it, they're planning to kick it off in July. So that'll be immediately after mm. the uh, the final series. So it would extend the season out a bit. Um, quite like the release, just on a side note, on, on the FFA Cup. Uh, they're they're going to move it to be a completely random draw, for the round of 32. Yep. Uh, they're going to have standalone semi-final and final, and a neutral venue for the final. So does that mean Canberra becomes the pilgrimage? What? 
It's only four hours, three and a half, four hours. And the exciting thing not is... For the not, for, not for Perth versus Wellington. This is the longest away game in the but world. But it is Sky Blue stories we're talking about. And excitingly, albeit a slim chance you could have like an NPL team from one of the you states uh, potentially qualify for the ACL. You could, yeah. Yeah, so yeah they've, got, they've got like a half ACL spot through qualification. Yeah, so overall I'm very, very happy with, um, with the release of the draw... Can't bloody wait. I was away actually over Christmas and I'm going to be back on Wednesday the 30th. Yeah, 29 days away. It's going to be a big drive for you. Outstanding. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, brilliant. The the Yeah, I was just going to rewind. I'm going to do a James. Go back a few minutes. So when, I, when we were talking about perspective before, um, it, it really it, it comes down to how you look at how you look at the, the games as they're presented, right? So you can look at it and be negative and say, yeah, we've got five, six different home games, home grounds, and we can't get to all of them. Yeah, but that's the same every year for members that live, you know, mm. in the boondocks or whatever else, and, and they'll still travel to Colgra or whatever else. So, and, and the other thing is not everyone, you know, Roscoe, for example, said, which we'll talk about in a second, about the W League draw, he said, oh, I'm not really a big fan of the double headers. Yeah, but... Not everyone can attend a Saturday and a Sunday yep. game every weekend. For the women and then the do, men. Do you know what I mean? So it actually yeah. works for a lot of people. Kills two birds at one stone. Yeah, so yeah. It, it really depends on your, your own circumstances and your, and your lifestyle. About it's hard to please everybody to. with both draws, and we'll mention the W League draw in a tick. So I think they've done the best with what they can do under the circumstances, still with COVID floating around and seasons changing in the calendar and whatnot. So um, Borders are opening. Borders are opening. WA to follow soon. Yeah, exciting time. We might be actually get our Brisbane away trip this Ooh. year. Yeah, I can finally use that credit. And uh, I expect to see you both <laughs> in Melbourne on Australia Day. Um, but moving on, we mentioned the W League as well. <laughs> then you look at their draw. Um, gosh, it's a small season. Uh, it's the it's, one thing that stands out, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's, it's just so minuscule. And I don't understand why they can't play every single team twice in a what an 11 team comp you can't just have not even 11 it's nine isn't it is it nine sorry yeah no central coast obviously and wellington got 12, rejected mm. 12 games um it's it's nothing it's nothing like even my local canterbury association enfield you know competition gets more games than a the top flight of women's football in australia it's it's ridiculous it's, really it's embarrassing sad. it's like why bother it's well, I know really why sad. you bother, but, you know what I mean? So they've got, well, games at ANZ, so there's a double header with Melbourne, um, a couple of buys, um, got Wynn Stadium. So there's a two or three double headers. There's three double headers, four double headers, five double headers. So, <laughs> Keep going, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost there. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just a bit sad, really. You get this monumentous of sorts in comparison, yeah. A-League release fi- or fixtures, and then you get this minuscule the um ffa again have flagged apparently this week in some webinars that they are looking at expansion of the w league next season um and also a home and away season but i I think that's really um what's the what's the saying sean um placating placating the the women's world cup bid that we got not sure that's saying so much it's just uh, just just jonathan's opinion is that the yeah i don't know that's said words Yeah. yeah thank you Thank you. Uh, it's been a long day. But that's what they're trying to do. They're sort of saying, right, we've got the World Cup now. We better start looking like 
you know, we like a proper league. Yeah, like we appreciate women's football because they've was, certainly not done that in the last few years. There was a mention of, and it's been mentioned before, but a women's FFA Cup. Yep, in the, and in the youth as well. So, yep. I mm. don't think they'll open any time in the next five years. But no, yeah, no. maybe within the next ten. Uh, so yeah, W League fixtures. Uh, the derbies will be good this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Lena Kamas over at the Wanderers again. Brisbane Raw look like they've recruited exceptionally well. A bit worried about them. And uh, we only play Melbourne City once, once and it's on the first round. So Which is like a little bit of a rivalry. Like that's yeah. our next derby, so to yeah. speak. Uh, and only play the and they've lost a lot, a lot of players, but they've also recruited a few. So it, it will be interesting to see how that game goes. Tegan Allen gone there, I think. There or victory? Can't, Can't recall. Um, a name that's been thrown about this week, Sean, as potentially returning to the W League, uh, Lisa Devanna. Is she back from Fiorentina? Rumoured to be. Not not announced which club yet. She's had many, many, many suitors. She's had many clubs well, over the years. Yeah. Two seasons? Mm. Yeah. So Feels like less. We'd, you'd welcome uh, Lisa back. Absolutely. <laughs> we'd welcome Lisa back uh, with open arms. Um, we're one of the few clubs she actually did two seasons at. So. I reckon Melbourne City would have their dirty hands yeah, in that be. pie, in that Devanna pie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, we'll Look at that imagery. Wait and see. <laughs> Wildly inappropriate. <laughs> Wait and see. Wildly. Says the bloke. <laughs> what came up. Uh, so interested to, to, to hear other people's um, thoughts on the fixtures. It's always a, a, a you know sensitive point. Uh, but just look looking forward to getting some football back. Absolutely. Live football back. So a few weeks ago ish. Good times. Um, another tweet popped up on this week and I thought it was good paying homage to what we mentioned the last couple of fortnights with the Sydney FC Academy. Um, Hugo McWilliam mentioned that um, another nod to our Sydney FC Academy. We've had quite a few Sydney FC Academy boys get some time, maybe even a debut for the boys uh, recently over in Doha. Um, the Hoff, which I'm going to sing his praises oh. a lot. I won't, oh. I won't go off half-cocked about the Hoff. Uh, that rhymes a little bit um, because there's a lot Doesn't to rave about him. Uh, Flopman, Ivanovic, Zavella, and of course, Paddy Wood um, all get coming through the academy and getting starts or getting time on the field at the ACL. Um, Sydney doesn't play youth, though. Yeah. <laughs> they could maybe come on a little bit earlier. But anyway, <laughs> I don't want to get too critical of Bimby. But, um, but no, congratulations to those boys. Since and, when? Uh, and uh, Pavlesic is another one that's not on that list. Oh, yes, of course, getting a start. He was very good in goals. I think we need to talk about Hewitt Bell first. <laughs> we will when we... <laughs> I know, I know. When I know. we uh, get to the ACL. Oh, my um, but your, the last one you wanted to mention, Sean, was your boy. The Bahaja. Oh, the year the of the Bahaja, I'm calling it. Oh. It's like a new Chinese zodiac. Um, very fitting as we play Shanghai. Um yeah, okay. It, it should be slightly changed. Like, um, a good old Rowdy at Sydney FC stats. Trent has, you know, I'll just mention the stat in, in the tweet as is, but he says he scored five of his seven starts at Sydney FC. Um, he's the best minutes per goal ratio, 89 minutes of any Sydney FC play with at least 10, it's 10 ex- appearances. Better than Bobo at 110, better than your mate James, Yanko at 120, and Alfie at 136. So the boy is potent, and I'm talking about goals. But I think now is um, last week he didn't score, so it's five from eight. Still bloody good. Um, so um, I can't remember who mentioned the That two. is a good stat. Might have been Slowy, might have been 
Grant, but I think it's more of a case of who will partner Trent up front rather than who's going to partner Costa up front. Yes. Trent is going good guns. Yes, he is. Uh, and that was a very, very valid point. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, it's it, it's a great stat. And, and Sean, obviously, you've been, uh, let's let's give you some credit. You've been trumpeting trumpeting the bugler. Yeah, can for, uh, strip tees get a T-shirt of that? <laughs> trumpeting the bugle for get him quite, on a T-shirt. quite a while. Uh, I just want your face with the trumpet. Yes. Yeah. And we all remember that Trent loves trumpets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I know what he's referring Listen to. Listen to previous episodes, James. <laughs> I live them. I don't want to re- <laughs> I don't want to listen to them. Lives in the moment. It's painful. It's painful. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Let's move on to uh, some, well, I was going to say disappointing there's little to no club business, is there? Squad business. Um, no. A couple of uh, weeks ago, there was quite a few transfer rumours and whispers of Max Burgess and mm. what's doing with Trent and, and the like, um, getting some Cuban bloke, but um, absolutely positively no transfer whispers at the moment. Well, the the one thing I heard recently was Corrick has said that the search for a striker will probably go into January. Uh-huh. Right? Um which, if you look at how well, and I, I like him to be fair, but if you look at how long it took Rezika Chanajad to settle, I just like saying gooch. Um, yeah. Then I just it doesn't I don't have high hopes for finding the effectiveness of finding a quality one at uh, that. At you that might be able to find a quality one because I mean <coughs> it makes sense. It's it's when most of the world's winter transfer window is in, mm. in January. So mm. it makes sense that it'll be around them. Um, otherwise, you're generally kind of looking at a free agent uh, unless you're looking at someone within the league. Yeah, and if that's basically f- what Stevie said, wasn't it? It was, we've had plenty, but we just can't pay them enough because yeah. of the cap. And yeah, so we got f- the cap. We've then got the yeah. reduced salaries. Then we've got the fact that we're waiting till European winter. I just scrap yeah. the cap. I just don't. I don't see how they're going to settle effectively. Uh, it depends how long we get them, right? Because we're still the and, cap. If, and if they're a free agent, that means they haven't had much football for however long. And yeah, it, it, so that comes I think back it'd to be more thing of them settling in. I think it'd be more um, like fringe players that aren't getting the game time that they'd want in the mm. first half of the season as well. Because Sim uh, Yeah, well, look at Sim. But um, generally, again, not many players would be coming off contract in January. They, they sort of be contracted until the end of the It's always a two-and-a-half-year so. contract or something when you sign yeah. in January. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll wait and see, but it doesn't sound like they're very close. I mean, uh, the club generally holds their cards pretty close to their chest on these things. Um, Danny doesn't give anything away until until something's a done deal. So it'll be interesting to see. It um, gives us something to talk about, I guess, um, mm. if we're not travelling too well. Um, yeah, we'll see. Hmm. Hmm. Let's move on and talk about uh, a couple of games that have passed yeah. us by in the last Bloody week hell. or two. Uh, Sydney FC resumed their Asian Champions League campaign, first against Shanghai SIPG, followed by a uh, second bout in this group stage against John Book Hyundai. Speaking of reliving. <laughs> Speaking of reliving things, uh, Shanghai SIPG game, guys. First off, uh, Aaron Moy, Hulk. Uh, Oscar didn't make an appearance, um, but some exceptional uh, exceptional football from us, uh, particularly in the first half. Oh, our first half was brilliant. Um, 
really, really good to watch. Um, but again, kind of a main player that kind of looked like they're actively playing against us. <laughs> uh, secret agent. Does he yeah, have a name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're allowed to say it anymore. Yeah, no, no I've I've been um, told by my lawyer I'm not allowed to <laughs> mention so was, standing behind it's a fear you. of defamation. <laughs> so there was a couple uh look they got a free PS five for some <laughs> unknown bloody reason. Let's let's go through, That's let's go back drive. to the start. So we had a chance in the first five minutes, I wanna say, Trent yeah. making a beautiful run down the uh, right hand side. Isn't he just brilliant to watch that kid? He's he's superfluous. He he's yes. Superfluous? Superfluous he's means superfluous. excessive. He's, yeah. he's, he's got quite Superb. a... He, he continues to exhaust... Do you remember that? Adjective? Yes. Thanks. Remember how they were always describing, oh, you the know, Trent Bahaja, <laughs> the guy with the pace, that he's fast, he's the speedster and everything like that. He's got a few more, you know, cards up his sleeve mm, and mm. things in his arsenal and his kit bag. Um, he's more than just pace that boy. So he, he, but he did make a, a, a great run down the right, put it on a platter for the man in the middle... Uh, who unfortunately maybe had too much time. Fluffed the living. Uh, maybe had too much it. time that and pathetic. Uh, didn't connect. Thankfully, though, roles reversed about three minutes later, I think mm. it was. Um, yeah. Said player came down on the right-hand <laughs> side and crossed the ball in. Edge of the box, I want to say, just inside. And what, what a finish by... Beautiful. With the left uh, foot. Trent Bahaja. Uh, it, it was just uh, it was great to watch, but again, whenever we score first in the ACL game, you sort of you're never comfortable. <laughs> After that, you just think, yeah, okay, let's just wait now and see what happens. Almost, and almost wish we had hadn't scored so early, but well, yeah, in a way. But uh, surprisingly, we continued to dominate. Um, mm-hmm. We we played very very well. Uh, Zulo was was getting up and down the lines. Um, Callum Neuenhoff, who who Jimmy, you'll talk about in a second, but uh, they were all creating chances after chances. Uh, unfortunately, we, we couldn't put a couple of them we, away. We were playing attractive football, we were keeping possession, pushing into the middle and final third. Just we were missing that killer, that killer blow, just taking our chances more. And um, I know, I know, somewhere we're spending a lot of money to get a killer blow. Yeah. Mm. But it, it's kind of – it's like paying an assassin to tickle you, really. Mm. I know where I was going with the metaphor. I'm, a, I'm just I'm a little off. bit ticklish. Yeah. yeah. That's a saying. Yeah. That was, that's a saying, not Jono's earlier. Continues paying to exhaust the superlatives. Yeah. Oh, I just made that up. But um, uh, It works yeah. better than the superfluous. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Terrible. Completely fucked that up. But can we mention just the uh, the starting eleven? I was a little bit surprised Ugh. to see. Do we have to, Sean? Uh, Wallen over Flotman. I thought Flotman would have started, but nothing against Benny. Um, and then Zavella over Hoff. I thought, well, why would they start Hoff over Zavella? Hoff's just a kid. Zavella's been there, done that. Yeah, but but did you get that wrong? The other way around. Sorry, what? Yeah, New and Hoff started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought Zavella, sorry, would have started, yeah. but I take all of that back. Because if there's been any shining light over the games we've had since being in Doha, Callum Neuenhoff oh. has been absolutely revelation, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Could he challenge Retray for a starting spot? Could challenge uh, Bratton in that form. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fair enough. Um, but in weeks yeah, gone past, we've kind good. of talked. I think Jimmy and I have mentioned how 
Oh, geez, do we have cover for our centre mids in Retrain, Brad, and who would we put in? I think that's Apparently been, we do. Yeah, that's been put to bed. Uh, yeah. No offence to Zavella, but I just think Neuenhoff has just been a beast in the middle. Yeah, and uh, Sean, you and I discussed um, Callum's performance against Wollongong uh, in our return pod this year around the 36-minute mark. If anyone wants to go back and talk about that and how good we are. Um, but no, he was very... Very, very good. I mean, the challenges on Hulk, uh, yeah. again, not a backward step. I think Hulk ended up, uh, you know, worse off from that from that yeah. clash. Uh, just, it's a, it's an oldie but a goodie, but just a wise head on young shoulders. And uh, his distribution was, was exceptional. Um, the second half, again, was a golden opportunity. Uh, if you guys remember, I think it might have been Trent received a cross in the box nestled a header to the other player that met it and um, completely scuffed the header. That was when my YouTube live stream was buffering. Maybe a good thing, because otherwise I would have put my beer through the screen. But but I could see all the stuff on Twitter, like, explode. Yeah. Um, you got to finish those. Can we, like, what what can we say about said player? You have to finish those. He's been absolutely positively... Disappointing. Um, he should be dropped and spent has some time spent on the bench, whether that be a Geordie or a um, Pat Wood to get the start. So I'll be interested to see what happens tonight, or if you're listening to this yeah. the night before. Um, as a striker, he should be scoring. He should be putting stuff on target every day of the week. And it's. It's just the story of Sydney FC's Asian Champions League campaigns, isn't it? We we look good, mm. we dominate, we play well, have chances, don't score, and the other team's quality just comes through over the top. And oh, they just get one or two chances and they put on the it day. And, and that's what happened. Yeah. Aaron Moy's ball into the box. Uh, whilst it wasn't, you know, uh, crazy good, it was good enough mm. um, to beat our defence and, and um, THB, Tommy probably could have come out for it but didn't. Uh, nice simple header and then about 10 minutes later another um, yeah. goal where Benny Warland was struggling five or 10 minutes before that with a bit of cramp yeah, and you for some for reason didn't get taken off and he got beaten. Um, which he no- normally wouldn't you know, wouldn't do. You'd Speaking expect him of to get substitutions, that. Jonathan, mm. How on earth did Bimby take off Trent <laughs> in the 60, 70th odd minute and leave said player on? That just baffled me. Yeah. I don't know if you were saving Trent for the next game and so on, but... Well, that's my only That's thought. the only bloke who looked like scoring. That's my only thought, but then they both started... The next week, yeah. ...against <laughs> John Book. So... <laughs> Sometimes I I don't know if we're watching different games, mm. um, but again the social media world tends to agree with us. Uh, but anyway, um, and he took he took Trent off and put Zavella on. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I understand if he took uh, Trent off and put a Geordie or a Wood on, like a striker for a striker, but he didn't. I, yeah. It just didn't make sense. We we're one all at that point, and I'm thinking, is he just trying to? Play for the play draw, for the draw. Yeah, but hold. even then, it would have been almost impossible to progress. Like we needed the win. Yeah, needed three points if yeah. we wanted to. So, get, yeah. I think I think that's the biggest disappointment is our our front fifty percent of our front pairing, and 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 just those decisions and that not are. Trent. Yeah, not Trent, obviously, mm. um, but I legally can't say the name. 
Um, and and the lack of understanding. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I disagree with Bimby. I'm not gonna say mm. that you he know, knows a lot more about football than we do. Totally right. Yeah. Um, and you know that goes for 50 percent of the front pairing too, which is Trent. Um, but I don't understand. I don't understand yeah. Bimby's decision bit there, and I'd like to. Mm. So we'll ask him one day. Yeah, Danny. Um, <laughs> can you imagine? Imagine, wow. the, imagine the heart attack the uh, some of the team at Sydney FC you'd have. If you're an A-League team, you'd just be thinking, just mark Trent out of the game and you'll be right. Yeah. yeah. But it's it, – we'll keep going through the rest of that game and then we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more. But um, 2-1, Tom Hewitt-Bell. Yeah. Oh, Brain fart at completely, the end. Completely. Just brilliant. <laughs> I mean, by the time the we'd lost, we'd already lost the game. He it was the, the 90 odd minute. But the social like, media and the memes for what happened because of that. Oh, it was, it was I think priceless. I logged off before that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I just, I was just, I was on the lounge just laughing. Yeah. I just, there's nothing left to do. It's, it was just like, well, yeah. here we are. How good is Ryan Grant looking at goalkeepers? Yes, yeah. How good is Ryan Grant looking That's general? True, brings out his brings yeah. out his eyes. That is true. Yeah. Um, Did you see him respond on Twitter about? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Saying, "I have you played in every position now?" And he's like, "I can confirm." Played striker, played up front, and scored a goal in the ADP days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anything he can't do. Oh yeah, I just hilarious, absolutely hilarious. What are you? What are you going to say about it? Do you reckon Hewitt Bell will start tonight? I know we're going to talk. No, Pavlicic has been confirmed. Okay, yeah. Bimby's come out and said no. The Pav gets to keep his jersey, which I'm very happy with that. Yeah. Rewarding, well. rewarding effort he did, he and did performance. Play well, well, and Sean, you and I noticed that the team was absolutely giving Hewitt Bell oh. a gutful when Ollie we went Roos to see game. the Ollie Roos game. They, they were in it's the Shanghai game too. Yeah. yeah. I noticed so, a few choice frustrations words. being vented. Yeah, it's because um, I've never seen Vukovic, I've never seen yeah. Redmayne being treated like that. One. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say concerning, but odd. Yeah, it was strange. Um, but even earlier in the game, Tommy, again, a few nerves there. Oh, yeah. Um, whereas Pav, I don't know, 18 years old, but you, you really wouldn't have been able to tell. He made some smart saves. Um, that point-blank save earlier on. Yeah, he might have let one, fum- like one fumble to his feet, but overall he, he, he did a very good job. So, um, it, again, looking forward to seeing him, him uh, play tonight. Um, final thoughts on the game for me, really, again, a missed opportunity. We should have won. Could have, should have, would have. Um, didn't. Yeah. Can if, we move on to the other disappointing if we game? If <laughs> we can. If, but maybe if we had our 20-plus goal striker, our A-League goalkeeper of the year, our under-20s player of the year, and our player of the year in the side... Uh, things might have been different. I honestly don't think yeah, so. Yeah, look, ja- Jamie, Jamie on, at ASOF mentioned something very similar, Jono, like, and he said, oh, don't let the doomsayers, you know, nah. you know, influence you and say something, you know, we haven't had nah. no Braddon, little to no Caceres, no King, uh, McGowan, I'm, I'm probably middle Alfie, but nah. yeah, but I still think with the team on paper that walked onto that pitch, should have got the job done. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to disagree with Jamie there. Um, I will do him say I just I think we would have lost. I think I think the problems we had weren't because of the players that were missing. It was because of the decisions taken and the players that were there. Tactical, you mean? Mm. Right. Um, 
Decision taken by the players on the field. No, no. Decision taken by the way we set up, the way we play, when we mm. make substitutions, which is, you know, one of, one of Sean's big big gripes. Well, like they had Pat and Wood. And by, by the, the, the decisions and by the players that were there, I mean a player that was there because mm. the other players that deputised, deputised mm. really bloody well. Mm-hmm. And they did that in the second game too. Did. The one consistent was really poor. Well, you're down 2-1. And then you bring Pat Wood on in the 83rd minute when you're trying to win three points. Yeah. And we had to get three points. So. Seven minutes isn't enough. Yeah. yeah. We don't have an Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. No. We don't. We don't have Mark Yango anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. There's the name drop. Just to, just to add to so it. Just here for the Yanko content. Yeah. Uh, content. As you said, let's move on to the second disappointment. Uh, John <laughs> Book. <laughs> John Book Hyundai. Otherwise, can we just me and my family. <laughs> um, can we just cut and paste our chat about yeah, the Shanghai ba- and basically, just like dub over John Book? Basically. Because <laughs> uh, it's almost a carbon copy. So, one look, yeah. look a 1 0 result. Uh, we had a chance down our end and uh, couldn't convert. Uh, they went up the other end and scored, I think, in injury time of the first mm-hmm. half time added on. Could have been 1 0. Low shot. Past Pavlesic, I again he, tough to save that. It was it was good angle, uh, similar feedback to what we've said. Uh, Wilco had a brilliant chance and and did everything but score. Basically, mm. the credit to the goalkeeper on that one. And again, you just sort of say, "Well, yeah, that was great by Wilco." You, yeah, you've just got to applaud that. W- Wilco actually gets into so many good positions and has good headers like that. But goalkeepers just have fun denying him like yeah. he doesn't score any goals the poor bastard Meteor. but um uh we had the same starting lineup i think apart from mm. uh Hewitt bell is yeah. that right <laughs> sure. funny that uh, yeah. so he wasn't available and said player was misfiring again well, wasn't available firing blanks um but yeah i mean your guys thoughts are like you said copy paste dominated played best for the two-thirds three quarters of the game Looked more threatening in goal, but just can't convert. And then we clock off and they punish us. Disappointing. Yeah. Good to see the Swib get, get some minutes. Yeah. 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 He came on as Yeah. Uh, AC as well. Um, yeah. He I'd was like bang. to see him start tonight. Yeah. I hope he does too. I understand why he didn't against John Bock because, you know, he I just reckon that we're arrived. out. You, you might see Ninko get a rest. And, and AC come on with, with ABJ. Mm. ABJ's not looked too bad. He's all right. He actually played Maybe quite well against John right. Book. Yeah. thought he was quite creative. Um, uh, he looked to change his game a bit. He, he came in a lot more mm. and, and drove through the middle, which was which was really so good to see. So he played like Caceres. Uh, well, <laughs> you're not wrong, you know. You're not wrong. No, that's what Caceres um, does. He goes for great, great dribbles. He cuts people open or cuts teams opens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think ABJ is oh better in the middle of the field. He, he did. Channel, he did have a, a a very good chance to score himself, but he didn't shoot. I think mm. he laid it off when he should have just had a had yeah. go. But um, yeah, again, we've talked about most of the things there. So um, see how the boys line mm. up. Bevel's oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Again. Right. Stand out. Uh, New and half again. Stand out. Right. Um, rest of the hell. Uh, rest of the hell. Yeah, yeah. Rest of the team looked like they were gelling cohesively. Zulo was praised a lot. Um, Got team of the week. I'm surprised that Joel King hasn't retained his spot. We got a year left on Zulo and he'd be expensive. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm hating on Zulo a lot lately, but I just don't see what Joel King's done wrong. 
I think it's just a bit of a pecking order. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The actual pecking order. Because I'm with you. I, I've got a massive soft spot for mm. Zillow. Um, I think he's brilliant. I love Zillow as well. But also, Joel King is What's just he done wrong? as brilliant. What's he done wrong? Right. You know, um, I think just as we started this pod, as we were halfway through the season before Corona mm, hit, we were, um, yep. we were saying that King was 70% of the players. Yeah, that's what we did. I exactly. disagreed with that at the time. I thought it was more, but you guys were fairly <laughs> adamant. But he's he's. I think defensively they're both on par. Still think Zulo's just got the wood. He on gets him. forward a bit yeah. more. Yeah, King's got a bit more pace about him, which is why I like him. Mm. You can train him to move up a bit more. I I think he doesn't get left for dead like Zulo mm, does, like mm, he did with mm. Bernie Abini mm, mm. yeah, against against Jets. Right. Yeah. Um, but more than that, it was bloody stride. Questionable haircut at the moment too, Zulo. But anyway. Oh yeah. So. It's interesting it's though. I mean, again, with mop. <laughs> you, assume, you assume that these next two games are going to Panic be at the disco call. They want the haircut back. <laughs> sorry, Jonathan. Emo. You assume that the next was, two sorry, games. Sorry, that was for Slowy. <laughs> I'm done now. Sorry. I'm done poking fun at everything. You assume the next two games are going to be treated, I guess, a bit like a preseason. Absolutely. So I'm assuming that Zulo's first choice is what Corrick has, has said in the last two games. So I have a feeling and I've said this to you guys on the on our own private chats that it, it will take an injury or a suspension for him to drop Costa Barbarousas oh that's I hate depressing to say, yeah I know it is really sad I, I just don't he kind of got dropped last season he got rested for a rested, game yeah I think he got it was rested for a game mate, and he came on yeah he came on late. he just didn't start yeah um, I'm I'm in two minds about the whole training thing pre-season mm. thing because he kind of did that where we played youth the last ACL game of the season before where mm. we were getting absolutely mm. destroyed mm. and he made two or three subs at halftime. Because um, he said, you know, we're, we're out of the competition but we're not here to get yeah yeah true get ruined. Um, yeah, I think it would go either way, right? You, you either play for pride try and get it back and finish third as opposed to second. Yeah, I think he says he says things like, we want to win every game, doesn't he? So, mm. uh, But that will tell us a lot tonight, won't it? You'll find the a happy up. medium between a few of the older standard heads in there and some... It'll tell us a lot tonight yeah. with his lineup, how he goes, because they've had enough of a break throughout. Um, like I said, Ninko, you could see, just get rested oh, to the yeah. bench and come on in the 60th, 70th. Uh, but we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, speaking of gents, by the time everyone listens to this, uh, we would we would have already played Shanghai SIPG. Um, that game uh, scheduled to kick off in a num just a matter of hours, actually, as we record this podcast. Earlier on, we spoke to um, CDFC fan Hasem Mori, who actually attended uh, the last time we played Shanghai SIPG away, and uh, he joined us for a little chat to tell us about his experience. Joining us for a quick chat tonight on Sky Blue Stories is uh, a gentleman who's who's had an experience unlike many other Sydney FC fans and has been fortunate enough to travel overseas during an Asian Champions League campaign and watch the Sky Blues come up against uh, one of China's biggest teams who were actually coming up against, uh, well, in the very near future as we record this pod. Hayes and Mori's agreed to join us for a chat. Hayes, thanks for, um, thanks for coming on Sky Blue Stories, mate. 
Just before we get right into the nitty-gritty, mate, something we tend to ask every guest on uh, this podcast is take us back to when you first started following the club and tell us all, what is your Sky Blue story? Yeah, so um, uh, I was in about, I think it was year 11 or 12 where the A-League was first announced and, um, you know, I've always played football, um, even coaching announcers these days and, and um, yeah, I think a couple of friends and I were interested in going to a, a few of the games once the A-League had started. Um, yeah, follow the NFL here and there, but not, not as passionately as, as I have with the A-League. And um, I remember going to Sydney's first ever game. I think it was against Manly United at Chroma nice. Park. It was pre-season not, friendly. Not the Dolphins? <laughs> not the Dolphins, yeah. James. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so that was my first game. And then uh, I think... As the season came along, you know, Dwight York got announced and um, went to the first few home games. I think we used to bring like, uh, there was about 10 of us from high school um, that went every to pretty much every game. And then um, obviously that's dwindled over the, over the years. But um, mm. yeah, I've been a member since day dot, really. So and, uh, yeah, having a look back. Brilliant. You're the uh, most tenured member on the podcast here, then, because <laughs> um, didn't you let yours? You let yours lapse one year, didn't I you, Jonathan? Did, yeah. Have you? What's What's your membership? Are you GA? Are you, uh, you know, platinum member? Are you Cove? What's What's What do you What so do you pick? I, I have been in the Cove pretty much uh, all but season one. In season one, we um, it was. I don't know if you remember. It was only a club membership. Basically, that yeah. gave you access to discounts for tickets and stuff. So I went to every home game uh, with, with friends from school and stuff. Yeah, nice. And then um, from season two onwards, actually, it was the last um, last home game against Adelaide United in season one where all our friends and I, we all oh, let's go into the Cove because we enjoyed watching them from the <laughs> sideline. We wanted a bit of the action. And, yeah, that last home game, I think it was where Dwight York scored that chip penalty and Checkley yeah. with a free kick in the top corner. Oh, um, yeah, so that was our first experience in the Cove. And then pretty much since then, we signed up for the Cove. You're hooked, um, You're hooked from there? Yeah, hooked. And, um, yeah, we started at the front. And then as we've got an older, there's only about a couple of us now from, from those times who still go uh, on a regular basis. Similar to us, Similar to us, Sean. Sorry, Hasem, to interrupt you, mate. Right. Yeah, similar to Sean and I. We straight out of high school and, and sort of, yeah. Takes me back. Warmed up to it. And Younger it's, days. It's Jeez, a couple of you have <laughs> aged yourself on the pod. Yeah. We're very, Knees were a lot yeah. better back then. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the reason why we've got you joining us tonight is that last year, uh, in 2019, for those of you listening in the future, uh, <laughs> you, Hayes, went to Shanghai to watch us play uh, Shanghai SIPG. Um, so take us there. How did this come about? Who did you go with? What was it like? Um, what, was, what was the experience like? Yeah, well, um, look, it's, it's something that I've always wanted to do. I've wanted to watch Sydney play uh, overseas or in a continental competition. I've seen them once in New Zealand against Wellington. But um, it, it was a hard, it's a hard time of year because, you know, I'm working and I'm a school teacher. So it's, um, at the time or during most of the time, I didn't have any uh, leave to take. And um, obviously being heavily involved with coaching and playing myself, it runs through our winter season so or the start of it anyway. It was always hard to find. I was looking at a time, possibly in a school holidays at some point. And um, uh, last year, I wasn't too heavily involved with the playing side of things. So I could manage to um, uh, have a week off or so. But I was looking at, um, obviously, the away game would have to fall into the school holiday period, which it did. And that allowed me to, yeah, I guess, book my flights and uh, head over to Shanghai. And, um, yeah, very different experience going over to watch them play in a, in a different country, really. Um, and were you, yeah, were you welcome there? Any doctored photos on, on social media? Or <laughs> oh, too, too soon. soon. Too soon. Too soon. Right, Far right. out. Topical. 
I've just seen something on the news recently. I'm like, yeah, I won't go into the politics side of it. <laughs> they're, 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 li- they're listening in. We've got Wuhan jokes coming out the wazoo here. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, one of the, like oh, I remember uh, rocking up to the stadium, and then um, obviously there's an away day allocated to the Sydney fans, and. It was funny. I was the first person. There was only about six or seven of us there, and it was my um yeah. I was the first one there, but they had to the left of the bay. They had like about ten. I don't know if they were police officers or security guards, mm-hmm. and another ten or so on the other side. I'm thinking, well, there's all these heavily policed people. There's about twenty of them. There's only six or seven Sydney fans. Um, oh. So it wasn't intimidating or anything, but it was just a yeah, very different precaution. Um, precaution. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very good. Excellent. Um and. What about the what about the club, mate? So when you when you went over, did, did you sort of contact the club and say, "Hey, we're heading over there. Um, you know, can you help us out with some tickets or travel or anything like that?" Or did you just go completely independent? Yeah, no, I did. Um, I did email the um, the club uh, prior to booking flights and things like that. So I only had the week over in Shanghai, and um, yeah, so they had a bit of trouble actually. The club uh, organising tickets, so actually, but they said they would uh, eventually get them. But I end up getting to China without the ticket, uh, but it was in contact with the club. And the club um, were able to get the, um, the info in terms of how to get the ticket. So they, all we had to do was actually um, rock up at the hotel that Sydney was staying at uh, and pick up the tickets that way. Wow. Uh, they had them down under our names. But um, it was funny because I went to the, went to the hotel. It was a little bit outside where I was, uh, probably about 20 minutes on the, on the metro, and um, got out of the station and... Obviously, I didn't have Wi-Fi on here, so yeah. I did have a bit uh, Google Maps on, but um, I was a little bit lost. I was like, oh, I got out of the station, but I, it was on the other side of the station. I couldn't get past the, back onto the station because I had the, the ticket gates, and I'd already used my ticket to get out. Yeah. And it took me a while, but I eventually found the hotel, and um, and there was someone there um, with an envelope with my uh, <laughs> ticket for the match. So, thank thank God. God. Thank God. Hey, so were you <laughs> well received by the Shanghai fans? Was there any animosity or did they kind of, you know, come drink with us or, you know, yeah, chat with you and I, talk with you? I was wondering how that would go, especially, you know, wearing, you know, the Sydney jersey and walking through Shanghai. But it was it was a weird experience. Like you saw a couple of the fans on the way to the game, um, but there was no, I guess, no interaction with any of the fans. Uh, even walking up uh, close to the stadium, um, the away bay was situated right at the back. Um so I didn't get to see a lot or interact with a lot of Shanghai fans, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't know that it was a, a game on. Like I didn't see any um, billboards of the game or flat or banners. Even the stadium was very bare. Um, okay. Are you calling the them plastics, well. mate? <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't have their version of the code marching before the game into the stadium or anything like that, chanting. No. That's right. No, no, but actually inside the stadium was quite um quite good. Like they – they did sing their songs, and I think it was one side of the ground, or both sides of the grounds were filled, were quite full, um, or half full, um, the bottom mm. tier anyway. And on the other side, on one side, they were, you know, they had the big flags and banners and, and singing and stuff. So the atmosphere was quite good. I think it was about 20 odd thousand there. Um, but yeah, just the, the whole lead up to the game, um, yeah, unless I was in the wrong area and didn't know where all the, those fans from Shanghai uh, hung around before the game. It was quite, um, yeah, quite an easy stroll. Um, no, no real interaction. And can I ask, just out of pure curiosity, like, what's the food and drink like there? Like, you know, here in, at the SCG or Cogra, you can get a beer, meat pie, hot chips. Is it, you know, dumplings, it, it, sing tao, it, and good question? 
Oh. It's um, I was very surprised. There's basically nothing. They had a popcorn machine. Oh wow! Uh, and one or two drinks, and that, you were only you could only you couldn't move around the stadium. So once you oh. went to your little section, you had yeah you had your bay where you sat, obviously the seats, and then as you walked as in as you were walking out of the stadium, the little concourse area, there was just one. I think it was one guy behind a popcorn machine, oh, like wow. a, and, and a couple of drinks, and that's it. There was no. I didn't know because it was all taped off. Like he couldn't walk to other parts of the stadium. Was, so they were social um, distancing before. before it was cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like they knew something. They knew something. Well, they they may have knew. Yeah, <laughs> they may have knew something was up a long time before. <laughs> Um, now you've mentioned you do uh, coaching. I assume that's that's football coaching. Yep. Um, yep. You're a school teacher, primary or high school? Primary. All right, well, we've got a vacancy. Uh, actually, we're looking to replace a, an existing member of. Who also the pod. does those things? Yeah, uh-huh. uh, and you kind of fit the profile perfectly. <laughs> Similar age to Sean, I reckon. Too. Don't talk yeah. about Jonathan like that. <laughs> <laughs> I he was in HR. Uh, I, I don't think I'll be leaving my. I, I'm a short walk. I only walk to work. So it's about ten minutes to, nice. to walk. So <laughs> nice, nice and convenient. Who do you yeah. coach for? Um, I'm coaching at the uh, MPL side, Bankstown United. Um, yeah. Only newly formed, uh, probably about five or six years ago now. Uh, is that? And um, yeah, started off with the um, that team. Yeah. Uh, well, I got I actually got introduced to them during a C license course, oh, um, wow. and started with that. Went into youth league, and this year, despite it being a bit of a bit of a different mm. season because of COVID, um, was the assistant coach for the first grade side, and wow. next year being given the under 18 um, nice. Coaching role with Bank right. United. So what are they? MPL yeah. three, four. Uh, the seniors are in MPL three. The uh, the youth is in MPL two. Okay, fantastic, mate. Well, good luck with that um, for twenty twenty one. A few teams out of Bank Sound. You got mm. the Bank Sound, Bank Sound City Lions, City mm. Lions, better than City Lions, yeah, and Berries, and the Berries, of yeah. course, yellow and blue. Very yeah. good, very yeah. good. And mate, back just to back on to Shanghai. Did, did you get to travel around um, any other cities in China whilst you're over there? Did you make it a bit of a holiday as well, or were you sort of in and out? Uh, just there for the week. So I, um, it's all I could get the time off in terms of not trying to disrupt the yeah. coaching and, and obviously being on school holidays. So I had the week there um, and just spent and did as much as I could in Shanghai. So I did all the touristy things and um, did a quite, quite a few things around Shanghai. Yeah, fantastic, mate. Well, look. Hayson, thank you so much for um, giving us a little bit of an insight into those those you know experiences that you had. Because, like I said, not many people ha- have gotten to experience that. And and as we all know, and if, we, if anyone's on Twitter, which Hayson is, um, you know hey, the ACL is not always well received. So it's great to hear. Um, it's great to hear from your perspective what that's like. I mean, it's probably a bit of a pipe dream for the three of us to one day travel overseas. And okay. once all this once all this pandemic stuff's under out of control, and we'll. Uh, We'll strongly encourage anyone else to do that. So, hey, some th- thanks again for joining us, mate, and thanks for listening throughout. And, uh, mate, enjoy the game tonight if you're watching it live. Yeah, will do. Uh, no, appreciate your time on the, on the podcast. And, um, yeah, I've enjoyed all your podcasts, so keep up the, the good work. Thanks, Hayson. I'll take that as a personal endorsement. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My job is safe. Thanks again, Hayson, for joining the boys here and uh, giving us a bit of, bit of an insight into uh, – what it's like to travel to an ACL away game, hopefully in the not too distant future, uh, ourselves and and a few other of our, our lovely listeners can do the same. Uh, moving right along, talking about the last two games, uh, gents, uh, Shanghai SIPG, as we discussed, will have already happened by the time 
everyone listens to this podcast. Yeah, so uh, we won't talk too much about that. Yokohama uh, have uh, progressed through. Uh, they've got nine points. They're guaranteed. They are through. Uh, they also play very shortly uh, against uh, John Book. So that'll be... That'll be an interesting game, that one. Uh, but it, rather than talking about what we think Corica will do and, and you know, the lineups and things, ask you guys, what do you want to see uh, from CDFC out of these last two games? <sighs> wow. Um, I think there's a debate between do we play for the win and save face and play for pride or not not give a shit, not not give a shit and just like <laughs> play experiment. so uh, I'm kind of sitting on the fence with what I want to see I'd like to see a certain somebody not play a game mm-hmm. wink wink nudge nudge doing you know we'll call well, I'll just use some random initials KB um, United oh, yeah uh, <laughs> KB Lager yeah, yeah sponsors um, I'd love to see like Trent and Wood or Wood and was that? Was yeah. Me? Is it me? Gosh. It might have been, actually. So unprofessional. It was well, just literally it says notification on your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Where? Is it? Oh. <laughs> the, the number one under your messages icon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I'd love to see uh, like Wood and um, Geordie get a start or something like that. Somebody else, partner Trent, maybe. Um, keep mm. going with the Hoff. What do you reckon they'll do with Ninko? I yeah, like I said earlier, I the fact that he didn't initially wasn't initially in squad mm-hmm. and then sort of was there because we could and Alfie wasn't there and we had no one else to take. Um, I I, I dare say we, we'll see him on the bench tonight mm-hmm. against SIPG. If not tonight, he, he won't play the the last game against Yokohama. And and Bratz, Jimmy, Do you reckon they uh, half a game if that? Yeah, right. Um. Yeah, I just, I just, yeah, don't think it's going to be huge. Yeah. I reckon they don't play him. I reckon they'll mm. keep him for the Yokohama game, mm. and that will be his preseason yeah. game leading into thirtieth of December. Yeah, you could be right. Um, I'm excited to see uh, Adam Pavlicic again. Uh, mm-hmm. See how he stacks up uh, against some pretty good uh, players, and I would uh, like you, Sean. I'd like to see him. Uh, him. I'd like to see Steve Corrigan utilize his bench mm. uh, if he is going with that strong lineup to start. I'd like to see him utilize it and utilize it before the seventy-eighth minute. Yeah, mm. what's um, the point? Make some subs at half time. Why not? Yeah, well, you got <laughs> five. Too. Yeah, you got five. Uh, if it's not working, just mm. you know, at least um, at least you're doing something different. What about King or Zulo? Could you, we could fall into the same sort of category as you just mentioned there with with Bratton. King could just be play the last game against mm. Yokohama or something similar. Um, Still's in good form. Keep him in there. I wouldn't be surprised. A bit like Ninko, you know, Wilco's not getting any younger either. I wouldn't might wouldn't be surprised seeing if the Shanghai game or the mm. Yokohama game see Flopman and Wallen yeah, both in the middle. True, Jimmy. What what do you want to see out of the last couple of games, mate? I want to I want to see us come home safely. Mm-hmm. And happily, nice. injury free, yeah, COVID free, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. yeah, COVID free, injury free. Enjoy the air doesn't, conditioning. Doesn't seem like, um, yes, in the Mia Khalifa Stadium. Um, <laughs> That's a great joke. I will pay that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doesn't look like uh, McGowan's meeting up. Yeah, haven't heard an update on that. No, very. Um, 
He may as well come straight to Sydney. Very silent there. Yeah, come straight to Sydney, Gauza. So interesting, interesting. Um, but I don't, I don't have any big wishes. I just. Do you want to see any of the young boys get on? Yeah. Neuenhoff again. Patrick Wood, I'd like to see. Ivanovic, I'd like to see get a run yeah. up top with the Bugs. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, Patty Wood to start and get a full game or bloody close to it. Yeah. So, yeah, but I just, I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's pretty much how the I feel about the whole start, thing. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't done too much wrong except for said player. Um, <laughs> oh, that's... Yeah, but uh, that's my opinion. I'm, I'm not paid for it. It's true. Um, <laughs> you are now. Yeah, oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, I'd have to retract no. that, Steve. Um, look, we haven't done a whole lot wrong. I just want us to take our chances and get the results I think our, our football deserves or has earned. Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, another, again, unfortunately, we have to use the word failure, another failed Asian Champions League campaign, even, even though the circumstances... Uh, have been against us a bit there, and um, we'll see how we go in the next one, 2021 Asian Champions League. Yeah, we'll be there. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Moving on to the last little bit, um, before we wrap up this week's pod, uh, Sean, we had, uh, well, it was actually a first for, for the national team. We had a, a W League and Matilda's identification camp mm. uh, earlier in this week, I think, and as usual with these representative uh Camps, uh, Sydney FC represented very strongly. Seven of them, seven blues, sky blue girls there. Um, identifying talent, see who could potentially make that squad for 2023 and any, you know, friendlies and whatnot leading up to it. I've got my, uh, like, Angelique's got a chance, Ali, man, not so much, Yada maybe. I got my eye on a young Taylor Ray. Mm. I think Remy was there as well. She might be a bit of a smoky for somebody on the bench for a bit of strike power, but I've got my eye on. on Taylor Ray, and I think that's what the girls were missing last tournament was that a strong holding midfielder, uh, mm. which I think Taylor uh, embodies. She's Teresa Polias version 2.0, um, that low centre of gravity. I think she, and she can lift weights really bloody well. Uh, I think Taylor might be a, a smoky for making that Matilda squad. Yeah, uh, I agree. And I think Remy, I think you're underselling Remy there. If she puts in a performance like she did um, last season, she'll mm. she'll definitely be in the next Matilda squad. Mm. She's um, she can score goals for fun when she's um, when she's got her head on. And uh, yeah, great great for those girls to get the opportunity there um, to attend that camp. Um, we also had, uh, as we mentioned earlier, we had the W League fixtures come out. Um, it was nice to see Teresa Polias doing some press with the club and, and the league. Um, she highlighted. Uh, she did. She said she didn't want to single anyone out, but then she mentioned Rachel Lowe uh, as someone that uh, has has been training the house down. So uh, excited to see what sort of lineup the Ante uh, Urich puts yeah. out in uh, the first game. Yeah, she was very complimentary of Adelaide United mm. with a very young squad. But um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this W League season with so many girls have gone overseas, Haley Russo's and Caitlin Ford's, etc. Um, with all these young girls coming through who've played in the MPL seasons for the respective states and, and the like. So, yeah, I think it'll be a very exciting um, season ahead for the W League, yeah, all these young players come through. One other thing, Jensen, I don't even know why we're going to mention this but because uh, we all know already, but uh, another little note from the club this afternoon, Sydney FC is the third oh, yeah. most successful <laughs> football or sporting club, sporting club in Australasia over the last five years. Uh, which you know we already knew were pretty pretty. Where are good. the Manly Dolphins on that list? 
they've got to be up there, don't they? Yeah, I, I did see this. Um, unsurprisingly, got Melbourne Storm honourable club as yeah, all their premiership strip good on them. Um, up there, and there's some. I don't know, like, okay, there's obviously a criteria. <laughs> there's some funny ones. Yeah. Some water polo teams. CBR Brave. Chief Baseball? Esports. Chief Esports Club. There's an Esports on Oh, there. my God. This has lost all integrity. <laughs> don't say that. We're the third best sporting organisation <laughs> in Australasia. Everything from four down. It's lost all integrity. <laughs> Hang on. The Roosters are, oh, the roosters are there. Yeah, sure we went rigged. from eighth to 19th. This is rigged. Yeah. Dremoin Devils in the <laughs> NWP. PL. I don't know what, what is that. What sport? National uh, Women's Premier League? No. Women's po- water polo. Po- water. Yeah. Actually, I think you're right, Jonathan. Devils yeah. can't swim. Um, <laughs> Brisbane Bandits. The um, Sydney FC women are also in the top twenty-five. They are Jesus. number twenty-four on the list. So, pretty, uh, pretty exciting that. Uh, Sydney FC is on that list. Have a look at this club's website if you want to have a look at Platinum's, Fascinating reading. Platinum's list of greatest sporting organisations in Australasia. On that note, that's probably a good one to wrap it up. Uh, gents, thank you for your company this week. Uh, we are going to be back in another fortnight's time and then we'll be in your ear holes every week. <laughs> wow. I love it when you flirt with the listeners. <laughs> You've got to entice them somehow. Coming to your um, Speaking of enticing, we will entice you with uh, some more Sydney FC fans coming in our pod very soon. We're hopeful to have a couple more players coming up. Pretty exciting announcement uh, before Christmas for you guys and girls. And uh, don't forget to support our Patreon. Uh, go, go on to Patreon and search Sky Blue Stories. Chuck a couple of bucks our way. Buy us a coffee once a month. That'd be very much appreciated. Uh, interact with our socials. We're so close to 500 followers on Twitter. Um, please tag your mates. Make sure your friends and family are following. Apart from that, guys, uh, again, thank you. And uh, we'll talk to everyone in a couple of weeks' time.